This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Halloween was less than 12 hours ago. People were trick-or-treating, and already the conversation around gift-giving season and the holiday season has begun. So I stemmed the tide of Halloween talk for six weeks. Now I need to stem the tide of holiday talk for seven weeks. But holiday markets are popping up to help you do some of your shopping, and handmade goods are always an interesting option. Winnipeg community reporter Derek Lackey has some info about the Signatures handmade market in his neck of the woods. Hey, good morning, Derek. Morning, Dave. How are you? I am excellent. Derek, why did you want to put the spotlight on the Signatures handmade market? You know what, this is actually a a craft show that I tend to visit every year with my wife just because of the unique and beautiful pieces um, that uh, the different artisans and vendors and artists are bringing, um, you know, out to this market from coast to coast uh, that are here and just to see the ideas and the artistry that goes into these pieces and knowing that they're handmade and the, uh, you know, the durability of of some of these things you can't beat it when it comes compared to that you know mass produced um you know stuff you buy in the store so there are some really beautiful and unique items that we've picked up over the years that are still to this day you know hold true on their on their beauty and the artistry of it Derek, you used to work in the trades. I'm curious how much of that ends up translating into some fascination with what I would call artisan tradespeople it's it's very it's very uh, transferable and it's very interesting seeing um some of the pieces that people have made even using um you know copper pipes which i i would have worked with uh, quite often or you know you know various other items everything from shotgun shells turning them into christmas lights for your average favorite hunter to you know little copper figurines made from fine micro copper tubing that we would use for air conditioner units and and things like that so it's really beautiful kind of picking up some of these pieces and especially you know me you know, living 30 years sighted, I can identify quite a few of them and just see what it is people have gone and, and turn around and taken to use them for. And it's kind of really, it's intri- it's intriguing and it's kind of beautiful in a sense. The market is taking place from November the 23rd to the 26th at the RBC Convention Center in Winnipeg. What are some of the needs to know before somebody uh, plans their visit? Well, the biggest need to know is just which day you want to go. Um, You know, being a free market, you can head on down. There's no charge to get in. Um, The RBC Convention Center is very accessible, has lots of assistance throughout the building all the time. Doesn't matter what shows you're attending, if it's World of Wheels or the tattoo conventions. Everything has tons of assistance there. So you're really in good hands when you're heading down there. Uh, Busing is quite accessible around there as well. So you're definitely in good hands heading down there. And as long as you have your routes planned to get there and home, you're definitely set to go. 
signatures.ca slash Winnipeg, signatures.ca slash Winnipeg to learn more. Derek, maybe uh, buying arts and crafts isn't the way to go around the holiday season. Maybe a little bit of Disney is bringing joy to your life. So there's a show going on. It's a Disney on ice show. Into the Magic is coming through the Winnipeg area. So uh, which Disney characters are going to be included this year for Into the Magic? So this year, Into the Magic, they're also celebrating 100 years of Disney. Wow. Um, I know uh, I've I've watched a couple of the Disney shorts, and um, recently there was one on where they actually talked about the 100 years of Disney, and they, they celebrated all the different characters involved in uh, one giant photo in this little video. So it was quite interesting listening to it because I could identify quite a few of them. Um, but this year, you know, you're going to have your new characters like from Frozen. You're going to have Anna and Elsa there with their Magic Kingdom. You're going to have uh, Coco uh, in there singing along, Moana, uh, Rapunzel, a lot of the new characters oh, as man. well as a lot of our old characters. So. <laughs> uh, I was I was going to ask, Derek, uh, for, for old guys like you and me, we might think about The Lion King or Aladdin, maybe The Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast. But uh, I guess based on your son's age that maybe you're getting hit up with a lot of this newer disney stuff uh you know what it's it's actually it's quite funny because he's really kind of adverse to watching disney movies like we we really struggle to try and get things on for him and and try and get him to watch them and he's his answer to everything it's no i don't like that i don't want to and then we end up kind of almost having to force it and like oh like look this is just coming on we're gonna watch it and then he gets he gets caught up in it and he loves it but uh, you know his one of his favorites as as well as my all-time favorite is uh the nightmare before christmas oh a little bit of the tim burton feel yeah you know what and recently i got him into watching those so we watched the corpse bride we've watched frank and weenie we've watched um the you know nightmare before christmas uh, you know, James and the Giant Peach, a lot of the Tim Burton stuff. We got him into Edward Scissorhands. Okay. We, watched, we watched the Goonies. We've done Gremlins. We're getting a lot of the 80s stuff out that we kind of grew up with. And <laughs> you know what? He's he's loving the live action stuff and, uh, you know, the things that we grew up with. So I'm, I'm really excited to eventually pull out my all-time, you know, uh, Masters of the Universe collection of... Uh, he-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So let's see what it likes of those ones back in the 80s. So. Oh, man, He-Man and Skeletor. Now you're really talking Now you're really talking my language, Derek. Uh, Derek, back to Disney on Ice before we uh, wander too far down the road of the macabre. What are some of the accessibility considerations that, that, that need to be top of mind? You know, here with the Canada Life Center, uh, again, it's very much like the RBC Convention Center. There are tons of volunteers and staff at the Canada Life Center. Bathrooms are very accessible, and there's lots and lots of them. There are always assistants there by all the stairwells to help you, guide you to a seat, which they will take you directly to your seat. So you can always get help there. Lots of food available, and as well, being that the entrance for Canada Life Center, one of the main ones is right on Portage Avenue, you can kind of get right there, whether you're taking a bus or jumping in a cab. Everything is very accessible, so really it's just a matter of buying your tickets, getting your night ready, and heading down there with the family for a good time. Disneyonice.com, November 23rd to the 26th at the Canada Life Center. Tickets starting at 35 bucks. Derek, thank you for this. Have a great month. You too. Thanks, Dave. That's Derek Lackey, community reporter in Winnipeg, Manitoba. In 60 seconds, 
Laura Bain has some news to share out of the music world in the entertainment report. But first, Apple is showing off an upgraded line of computers. Mike Dubusky is talking chips in Tech Trends. 9 to 5 Max, Zach Hall says it's been a few years since Apple transitioned away from using Intel processors to its own internally developed M-series chips. It really proved beneficial on notebooks. So the MacBook Air and MacBook Pro have tremendous battery life because Apple is able to control everything about the chip and how it works. This week, the company's latest chip, the M3, debuted on the MacBook Pro. Any gain year over year is, is not as big as the first jump from Intel to Apple. Apple Silicon in the first place, but it's gradually getting better, though. The M3 also shows up in the new iMac desktop, which Apple says is two times faster, though battery life is less of a concern. On the desktop side, it doesn't really matter for battery life because it's plugged in anyway. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Thank you very much, Mike. Laura Bain, it seems appropriate that your entertainment report follows a community report out of Winnipeg because there's a legal battle brewing from a couple famous Winnipeg musicians. Yeah, that's right. Although the lawsuit was filed in Los Angeles. (laughs) The Uh, The Winnipeg of California. Exactly. The uh, So Randy Bachman and Burton Cummings, the f- co-founding members of the band The Guess Who, are suing former bandmates Jim Cale and Gary Peterson for $20 million for giving the impression that the current iteration of the band is the original Guess Who. So... Bachman left the band in 1970. Burton Cummings left in 1975. That actually surprised me a little bit that it was so early. But the band continued to tour under the Guess Who name. And the current only remaining original band member is Gary Peterson, who was the drummer for the band. And they've used photos of the original lineup and continue to use recorded music of the original lineup. So in a press release, Bachman said... Anyone presenting and promoting themselves as the guess who are are clones who are ripping off our fans and tainting the legacy of the band. It's about time for the real story to come out. And he also called them a cover band. Oh, oh dear. So this kind of got me thinking, you know, bands change their members all the time. And I was sort of thinking about at what point can a band no longer really call itself by its original name? Yeah. And and is it about how many of the original members are still in the band? Or is it more about the status of, of those members? I, it, it, I, first of all, thank you for playing the game of where do you draw the line? Because that is one of my absolute favorite on-air games to play. Where do you draw the line? Oh my gosh, Laura, this is a complicated one because it not all band members are created equal. And when I think about the Guess Who, if I was buying a ticket that said the Guess Who on it and it wasn't Randy Bachman and Burton Cummings... I would feel a little bit ripped off. So I, I, I know that it's a little bit complicated, but I would say like your lead singer probably has to be intact 
and probably your lead guitarist if I really want. Like, just like if it's a rock band, I kind of feel like that needs to be the core still in place, barring some exceptions. Like, I went to go see Sublime a couple of years ago with their new lead singer, Rome, and it was excellence, but they were very clear about what that was. On the bill, it said, Sublime with Rome. And everybody knows that Bradley Knowles has been dead since 1996, right? Like, there were no surprises here. But I would say you need to at least have, like, the core of what made the band special. And certainly in the case of the Guess Who, that is Cummings and Burton. Uh, uh, Burton Cummings and Randy Bachman. Yeah, um... I agree. It's really complicated. I'm not completely sure. And I was thinking about the band Journey, which famously replaced its lead singer about 20 years ago. Mm. But I, I think the fact that they were co-founders is pretty relevant for me. I think maybe it has to come down to that. I sort of had that thought as well that for better or worse, lead singers, lead guitar players tend to be integral to sort of the identity of a band. But I don't know if I want to go as far as to say that a band is no longer that band if your lead singer and or lead guitar player leaves. But maybe it's more about sort of, yeah, who founded the band, who's writing the music, who do fans perceive as sort of that personality as well. And and you and I talked recently about the Rolling Stones, who, of course, have, you know, uh, the original They've gone drummer, through a lot Charlie of changes, Watts. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think most people would say, well, that's still, you know, again, you have the lead guitar player, lead singer, and you have that original sound. And maybe that's part of it as well. Maybe it has to do with the original sound that they're maintaining. But just like you, I would feel pretty ripped off if I got a ticket to go see the Guess Who and Cummings and Bachman were not yeah, Anastasia, Anastasia in the control room just got in my ear and talked about Queen, right? Queen very mm. famously replaced Freddie Mercury. Uh, in Excess did the same thing, uh, replacing their lead singer. But again, I, I think if there's a certain transparency, I'm going to accept it a little bit more. And, and I, I wonder if maybe that's what's at, at the core of this lawsuit. If on the promotional poster, you're putting band members on the poster that aren't performing, or you're not being clear about the fact of who is performing, I understand why you might want to put quotation marks around the guess who. Yeah, it's such a good point. And Genesis was another example I was oh, yeah. thinking of, of course, replacing uh, Peter Gabriel with Phil Collins. But I think it is about the impression. And that was something that was mentioned in the lawsuit is this false impression uh, that fans are kind of going into it and not realizing that they're only seeing one of the original Guess Who members. Yeah, I do think that it also is relevant and important that fans are responsible for the choices they make. Like, you have to do a little bit of research as well on what you're actually buying. And if you want to say, okay, I'm a Guess Who fan, then maybe you need to know that the Guess Who is no longer together as an entity. It's the same thing with Sublime and Rome. If I, I knew Bradley was dead, yes, Rome was written on the ticket, but even then, if I was to buy a ticket for Sublime, I'm, I've probably got to do a little bit of research before I plop my hard-earned dollars down. Maybe I will give you that point. Although I will say that bands do do reunion tours all the time. And actually, <laughs> yeah. there was some controversy recently with Journey where they were looking at doing a reunion uh, tour and bringing back the original lead singer. But that didn't fly and there's uh, been a bit of a an argument about it so yeah maybe some onus is on the fans but i think a lot of people just aren't thinking about it and with the price of a lot of tickets oh these days you, you know, want people being happy <laughs> you know that's a topic that you and i need to explore at some point here in the next couple of weeks just like the cost of entertainment at this point because it has gotten out of control but for now laura we say goodbye have a lovely day talk to you tomorrow 
Yeah, thanks, Dave. You too. That's Laura Bain at the AMI Entertainment Desk coming up after the break. A couple of stories in the regional news update, including one city being named the rattiest city in Canada. Not ratty based on the clothing they wear, not on the torn jeans that I wear on my lower half, but the actual critters scurrying around. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv with the audio streaming on the mighty digital airwaves of AMI+. Plus, AMIplus.com. Don't forget, you've got a spell out plus. So if you ever are away from your television in the morning, but you still need your live hit of Now with Dave Brown and you don't like podcasts, AMIplus.ca, that's the way to go. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.